Entering Social. My name is Courtney Sandora, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and the Go Social team. Go Social is a PR and social media marketing firm with offices in Denver, Colorado, and Louisville, Kentucky. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions and want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Go Social, or you can visit our website at goforthbesocial.com. Today we're joined with Alyssa Laspiza, better known as the Recommendista on social media. Um, she's based in New York City, uh, and she takes her followers along to some of the city's best bars and restaurants through her fun reels and posts. She knows where all the good, cool kids drink and dine in the city that never sleeps. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is actually my first podcast appearance, so I'm very excited to be here. Oh, wow. Well, we are honored to be your first um, podcast session. Um, So just to jump right into it, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found your passion for, you know, food and cocktails and the restaurant industry? Yeah, sure. So I'm originally from New Jersey, so not too far um, outside of the city, but I always loved New York City so much that I decided to go to college here. So I went to NYU and then when I graduated, I started working in the beauty industry and that's still what I do to this day full time. But aside from that, you know, one of my passions has always been food, which is why I decided to start my account. Um, And food is definitely something I've been interested in from a young age. Um, My family is Italian. My dad's from Sicily and my mom was born here, but her parents are also from Sicily. So always grew up around amazing food and, you know, food is so integral to Italian culture. So it's just something I was like always around, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's um, so cool to hear, you know, your background and your heritage a little bit. Um, Were you always cooking with your family or do you have a knack for cooking? Are you more of the um, the restaurant, you know, scene is, is your preference. <laughs> so I'm not a bad cook actually. Um, but I would definitely say I am more consuming the food than anything. And I was always very, um, kind of taken by restaurants. Like even if we just, you know, just didn't go anywhere fancy, I still felt such joy from being at a restaurant, no matter where it was ever since I was a kid. So I think I always just enjoyed, uh, consuming, you know, Yeah, definitely. I think it's all about the experience too, especially in New York. You just get those one of a kind restaurant experiences like nowhere else. That's so true. Yeah. Especially with like all the decor and that combo with the food, it just, it does make the whole experience to your point. Sure. Um, So when did you kind of start your Instagram channel? I know you also are on TikTok too. Did you start on Instagram first? Yes. So I started on Instagram first. It'll be almost about three years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. So at the time, TikTok, uh, wasn't really a big thing. So that's something Mm -hmm. TikTok probably, um, I started maybe like in the middle of quarantine, but then it kind of picked up a little bit after that. Uh, but yeah, at the time, um, Instagram really was like the main, the main form. Um, and I was posting, you know, just like restaurants and things where I was going on my personal Instagram. Um, so I was like, you know what, I should, I should get credit for this. So I started, started, um, my page, the recommendista, um, a bit after that. Sure. No, that's awesome. Well, congrats on your three-year anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so for your launch into Instagram and then also into TikTok as a creator, 
Can you talk a little bit about that and like just the changes you've seen and also kind of how you found, you know, your niche, how, how you found, you know, what your followers most enjoy and that type of follower you wanted to kind of draw in with your content? Yeah, for sure. So I think the reason why I ended up starting it was I just kind of was naturally you know, interested in, in restaurants and the restaurant scene in New York and, uh, you know, reading articles about, you know, what new restaurants were opening and things like that. And, you know, my coworkers and friends knew I just loved all of that. And so they would always come to me for recommendations. And my coworkers used to joke, I was like the human Yelp. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of where the recommendista came from. So I was like, okay, like I, I want to do this, but uh, I need to think of a good name. And I was like, well, I'm always giving recommendations. So that's kind of where it came from. And I guess sort of, you know, the way in which I wanted to set myself apart was I wanted to make sure, um, you know, I really added as much value as possible. So it wasn't going to be just like posting a pretty picture of food, you know, like there are plenty of other people who take much better photos than I do. But for mm -hmm. me, I was like, okay, I want to talk to everyone the way that I would talk to a friend. So, you know, that would be like, if I was telling you, like, you have to go to this restaurant, this is what you should order. And if you want to get a reservation there, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Um, so that's why I structured my posts in a way that like in, in most of my captions, it says, you know, what you should get. So I list out the mm -hmm. main dishes. Um, and then I have a section for tips and tricks. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I felt like that was, um, that was the way to kind of set myself apart at the time. Oh, that's awesome. I feel like, you know, people really tap into that and love the honest opinions. And I know there's so many restaurants and bars, so it can be overwhelming. So I'm sure they really appreciated, you know, your recommendations. <laughs> yes, definitely overwhelming here in the city. Sure. So with, you know, your posts and your content, I mean, I'm, I follow you on my personal account, but just, you know, for the reels, obviously we all know the algorithm has changed and Instagram is trying to become more like TikTok. Um, so what is kind of your thoughts on reels? Do you prefer them over static posts? And do you have any, you know, tips and tricks or best practices as to what you post on your channel? Yeah. So the ironic thing is that when I started this account, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to do video content. That's just not for me. <laughs> right. It's funny because that's pretty much like almost all I do. Um, you know, with the whole reels, obviously they are trying to keep up with TikTok. So um, that's definitely where it stemmed from. And I actually, over a bit of time, started to gain more traction uh, on reels than I have with mm -hmm. TikTok. So for me, instead of fighting it, I was like, you know what, like this, this is going pretty well on, on Instagram. And I don't think it's an entirely bad thing because, you know, before reels, there wasn't really a way for your content to be exposed to people who didn't follow you unless you were like, showed up on the for you page or like maybe through mm -hmm. tags or getting reposted by a bigger account. But I find now that with reels, it is getting pushed out to a bigger audience. Um, and that's really the way that I was able to grow. So for me, it's, it's actually like, you know, I feel quite motivated to, to post reels more than anything. 
Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Do you get a lot of feedback from new followers saying, you know, they found you from a friend or found you on the For You page or just from your reels in general? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a mix. Um, some are through friends. Um, but yeah, I I assume that most of it um, has come through through reels. No, that's that's exciting. And just, you know, to have that growth there. What is kind of your cadence? Do you post you know, a few times a week with different reels or do you have a, a preference at all? I wish I were more organized with it, to be honest. Um, but it's, it's just like when I have time, you know, I have a full-time right. job uh, on top of it. So it's really when I can make the time, I feel like the average, I don't know, maybe like three times a week would be the average on, you know, to do it like an actual in-feed post, like a reel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I do post on stories every day. No, that's awesome. Um, I know you talked a little bit about kind of just how you set up your posts and your reels and, you know, talking about the the restaurant or the bar and giving your best, you know, um, recommendation on the menu. Do you have any other tips, you know, as to what makes great content for a reel or what your followers love the most from you? Yeah, I think um, for reels in general, just making sure it's always really visually engaging and something, whether it's like a visual or the title that really grabs the attention of the viewer within like the first few seconds, Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, everyone's attention span is so short these days, they're already on to the next video if there isn't something, you know, um, compelling about it. So I feel like just kind of... um, grabbing the viewer at the start and, you know, telling a quick little story that keeps them engaged and watching till the end. Definitely. And I think you're, you're, you're unique in a way that, you know, you showcase your experience at the restaurant from start to finish. So I think that's a great, like, you know, story to tell there and hone in on for your reels. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I like to show, um, I like to show things kind of like, chronologically and also make sure that like, you know, cause when you're walking into a restaurant, you're taking in the decor. So I kind of like to put that first. So everyone can kind mm-hmm. of like get the vibe um, and then take them through the meal. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. I feel like in turn, it, it makes someone, you know, want to go to that restaurant and have that same experience as you. So do you find yourself like if there's a new restaurant that opens up or a new bar, like you have to showcase it right away or you kind of pick some of your favorites or kind of what's that process of like, which, you know, places you want to show in, in a reel on your channel. Yeah. I was actually just talking to a friend about this this weekend. Um, in terms of like a new restaurant, I feel like there are so many new restaurant openings in New York that mm-hmm. I made the decision pretty early on. That I was like, I can't like run myself ragged all over town trying to get to like, right three new restaurants. So I, um, I definitely pick and choose, uh, like for example, uh, this weekend I went to a new wine bar called bar Pasquale. Um, it's, it was really good, but it was one that just opened, but I was really excited about it. It's a Sicilian wine bar. So Mm -hmm. that was one that I kind of isolated and I was like, okay, like this weekend, I really want to go to this place. Um, and that also kind of speaks to how, I end up deciding what to post. It just has to be something I'm really excited about. For sure. Yeah, no, that's wonderful advice. Um, For, you know, just in general, do you also love partnering 
with brands in turn as well as restaurants or do you have a preference there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I love partnering with brands um, as well. Actually recently um, I've been partnering with Aperol, which was like my absolute mm-hmm. dream partnership ever since oh, I wow. started because it's just such a such a natural connection. Like I, you know, I love a spread. Mm-hmm. I'm always posting, always posting about it even before this. So um, yeah, no, love posting about brands um, in addition to restaurants for sure. Definitely. No, that's exciting. Um, do you see yourself moving like more toward branded content or just having a good mix there with just your regular organic, you know, um, restaurant content as well? Or do you have kind of a vision for, you know, the future of, of your channel? Yeah, I definitely want to keep it a mix. Um, you know, when I started my page, I kind of left it a bit open-ended in, in the sense that like the recommendista can be recommendations for anything. Right. And so mm. I just, um, like to think of it as recommending things that I'm passionate about. So for me, uh, food is one of the things I'm most passionate about. Um, but yeah, I definitely would love to continue expanding. Um, you know, I do post about like fashion and, uh, you know, home and, uh, spirit brands and things like mm-hmm. that. So definitely like to continue the mix, but I, you know, I love doing the, the restaurant reviews. That's definitely my main, my main focus. Definitely. Um, I know you kind of already mentioned, you know, Aperol was one of your dream brands to work with. Do you have any other, you know, potential big partnerships in the works or just dream brands in general inside or outside the food and beverage industry you'd love to partner with? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a few. Um, but the Aperol um, partnership, I'm actually still working on. I'm doing a second post. It's kind of a partnership for the summer. So I'm still quite focused on that um, at the moment. But yeah, no, I definitely, definitely have some other brands I have my eye on too. But just don't like to speak about it until, until it happens. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see what happens. We will stay tuned. That's exciting. Um, for your TikTok channel as well, like, are you trying to grow more there now too, or just kind of seeing, you know, I know there's obviously different trends every week and, um, you know, the algorithm changes over there. Obviously the audience is a lot of Gen Z too. So not so much, you know, you know, millennials or into the cocktail culture, but um, are you trying to play around more on TikTok? Yeah, I'm trying to keep up with it um, as well. I feel like mainly the, what I post on TikTok, um, I tend to also post on Reels. Um, I would love to make some more content that's, you know, a bit more dialed into like the trends and things that are happening on TikTok, but um, I just haven't had time for it lately. So I'm trying right. to like, you know, do content that I could, I can use on both. Um, but it's funny because at one point I had more of a following on TikTok and now just because of reels, it's just surpassed it on Instagram actually. So, so it's interesting. The algorithm on TikTok is not, not liking me right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting. I think, you know, growth between the two platforms is always just so hard to achieve sometimes. So that's, you know, amazing. You're getting so much growth and traction and, you know, positive feedback from your reels. Um, we're, you know, trying to do that with a lot of our, 
you know, clients as well and the influencers we work with, but um, it's awesome. Um, just in general, do you have any other, you know, tips or tricks for creating your content or kind of content you've seen from other creators that, you know, you're a fan of and you kind of want to incorporate on your channel? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I think the biggest thing when creating content is I feel like the focus shouldn't be on the growth necessarily. It mm -hmm. should just be on like, you know, adding value and creating content that you're excited about. Um, and then like having something that sets you apart, but not just for the sake of it, like having it be really, you know, setting you apart in a way that's authentic to you. Um, so yeah, I feel like those are some of the, some content creating tips. Yeah, no, that's lovely. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I know you kind of already talked about, you know, your vision for the future. Um, is there any, you know, desire to kind of go back to some of your family's heritage? You said, you know, like the Italian heritage, do some recommendations, maybe if you ever take a trip to Italy or, or Rome or anything like that. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that recently, how I should, um, I should document more of like, even just like, you know, my family's cooking and kind of like our traditional recipes. Um, I would love, love to do that. Um, and then yes, of course, um, next time I go to Italy, would love to document that as well. And like, give recommendations and tips for travel. Um, I feel like that's another area as well that I'd like to expand on. Um, I love traveling. So kind of giving more like tips and restaurant recommendations for where I go, but yeah, no, I definitely, um, I definitely mm -hmm. want to explore more like Italian and Sicilian spots within the city. Um, definitely on my radar for sure. I know that's, that's amazing. I think, you know, tying in those unique aspects of your family and your, you know, traditions and heritage, you know, that's, you know, so wonderful to see on Instagram, obviously, to tie in like that authenticity. So um, definitely excited to see that there. I'm sure your followers would love it too. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to share with us in general, just about, you know, your channel or kind of where you hope to go or, or even grow on, on your platforms? Yeah, I think that you know, I'm having a lot of fun with, um, with the reels. And so I definitely want to continue, um, you know, exploring the restaurant scene, um, one day would love to make a website. So that's a lot easier, um, for everyone to navigate. Cause I feel like, you know, trying to filter through all different posts, it gets, mm -hmm. gets, gets tedious. Um, so yeah, I definitely would like to create some sort of way that's, um, you know, easier or create guides even, cause I get asked a lot, you know, like it's my first time in New York city, uh, where should I go? <laughs> and oh. so I think, um, you know, creating guides and things like that, um, that could be a nice, uh, next step, just any way that I can make it a bit easier for everyone to navigate, uh, recommendations. Yeah, that's wonderful. So a potential recommendista blog coming soon. <laughs> well, I don't know about soon, but, but yeah. definitely, definitely on my radar whenever, whenever I can make time for it, for sure. No, that's exciting. Um, I think any way to just expand upon your content is just, you know, so amazing to see and, and so smart. So 
Um, thank you for sharing just kind of your, your tips and tricks and kind of some of your backstory with us about, you know, your channel. I think it's just awesome to hear from unique creators like you and, and how you got started and, um, you know, how you found, you know, your specialty on, on social media. Yeah, no, thank you for following along. Sure. Well, be sure to follow The Recommendista on Instagram and TikTok. Um, you know, Alyssa, thank you so much again for, for having us or well, for us having you, you know, being our guest, and especially you, this being your first podcast session. So, um, we definitely hope to talk with you again soon and, um, wish you all the best with your summer partnerships. Great. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. All right, everybody. That wraps up today's episode of Eat, Drink, Social. Thanks for listening. If you have a story to share or know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us.